0: Welcome back to Freight Waves this carrier update. Donnie, we haven't talked about it a whole lot because it's there's not been a whole lot to talk about. Well, talking about diesel prices. Yeah,
1: the big breaking point was when we got back below four dollars. Yeah. But the last week we talked about it Monday and it was at 393. It's still at 393. And it's still at three. It's been oscillating between 393.0 and 393.9. Hey, we've kept it at 393. Now, <clears throat> uh the rag price uh kind of Planned out here a little bit, but it started to go back down just a I mean, little
0: bit. Barely. But the good news is, and this is what I was, this was my concern last week and really leading into last week that they would raise rack price or rack price would rise really rapidly just because of, you know, winter weather across the. You, you've made the, the statement here diesel competes really closely with home heating oil. So having that kind of. Knowing that the demand for one is going to increase yeah. impacts this and shoot this price up, which would in turn shoot the retail price higher. It
1: didn't happen, which is yeah. a good thing. What, what we call ultra low sulfur diesel, what we yep. run in the trucks every day, that's actually called diesel number two. Yep, there is a diesel number one. Diesel number one burns harder; it's a, it's closer to kerosene. Diesel number one is what you need to be running if you're in. Um, Northern Minnesota, and it's negative 13 degrees, and the high is negative five. Mm-hmm. You can't really burn it down here; it'll burn a hole in your pistons. So we run diesel number two. Diesel number two is very, very close to home heating oil. It's basically the same thing. So yes, it could have competed, but you know they have big tanks. Yeah. So what's probably going to happen with them is if they don't make it through the winter with their tank, then they'll have then to they'll to have reach. to have it refilled sometime in probably February, and we could see the effects of that in then, February and not. Now. and not exactly right now, you're you're correct. So mark the calendar. We may see a lot of people in the Midwest having to go and fill up a little bit earlier, which like I say then will take uh, some capacity away from fuel stations and it could push the
0: rack right yeah, price Yeah, I mean, right now, if you're a carrier, you should be, I mean, yes, spot rates are now kind of on that downward move from last week, but You've had diesel prices. I mean, they've lost. I mean, they've been cut from what four fifty-five back in late October to now sub four dollars. I mean, that's a pretty aggressive downward move, and it needed to happen. And I think that's the key takeaway: is that there is some benefit, right?
1: Just because if we can keep this and get this down at least about another ninety cents. But that'll yeah. put us in a really good position. Yes. Not the best position, but still a really good position. Yeah.
0: I mean, really, you could argue that it should be forty cents lower than where it is. Well, to let's get... look at that. Go to the next
1: chart here. All right. So here the split is one thirty-seven. Yep. You know, pre-COVID we were around that dollar dollar, 10. to it. Yeah, around a dollar. So yeah, you could almost cut forty cents out of that. Uh, the volatility's kind of calmed back down here some. We'll see if that can continue. Then maybe they'll let this start to work its way back down to that dollar fifteen mark.
0: Now, there are geopolitical risks, and that plays a massive impact on just the global oil market, which in turns in turn affects what happens with diesel. Yes. Despite you know refineries here, we produce as I think December was our highest all time domestic crude oil production month of all time so i mean you're talking we have a big role in the global oil market but there's so much that comes from overseas in the middle east and that conflicts over there that that risk impacts this and that's probably why you see this higher right than what it was pre-covid because the geopolitical risk is higher now
1: sometimes it's just the alarm of risk.
0: Yeah, the perception.
1: Yeah, perception. It doesn't even happen, but somebody puts that in the news, hey, a bomb went off or something somewhere, and all of a sudden you'll see diesel prices start jumping back up. And that's, to me, not really um, fair, but that's the way it works. It is a global market. We need to quit thinking that diesel is a national market for the US. It's It's actually a global. One more chart here to go. I haven't brought this up in quite a while, Tim, but this is one of my favorite charts. Mm -hmm. This is. outbound tender market share, year over year change. What markets have grown? What markets have shrunk? Now in order for one market to grow, something else has to get smaller because all this adds up to 100%. -hmm. Atlanta and some of the Southeast, I was surprised by this to see.
0: I think what you're seeing is the shift back the West Coast. Some of the shift back West from the East Coast because if you look, it's it's not just there. Look up Harrisburg, Elizabeth. Those are areas that have lost market.
1: This one surprised me too, Joliet, but Ontario, up, up, Phoenix. This could be the exodus, but yes, warehousing, Phoenix. I
0: mean, even up into Fresno and areas like that, it's happening. Take
1: a look at this map. This is going to look at, this is a great marketing tool for your salesman. Absolutely.
0: Well, Donnie, thank you so much for the updates this week. We'll be sure to check in with you again next week. Right now, we'll hand it back over to Kaylee Nix.